0: david goggins i'm sure as you yeah. heard right yeah. he's wrote a second book mm-hmm. and it was really cool he was talking to joe rogan about this yeah and he's like joe he's like you think i could just write this second book and expect it to become successful if i talk to my audience in the perspective of an i'm in now yeah he's like it's impossible he's like i need to go back yeah to the shit I went through. Yeah. I need to go back to that mindset. Exactly. And I need to go back to what that felt like. Yes. You know, growing up in my life with the hell that I went through. Yeah. He's like, my audience connects to that. Yes. He's like, they don't connect to successful Goggins. Exactly. He's like, I don't I don't talk much about how my life looks right now. Because he's yes. like, if I'm honest with you, he's like, life's pretty damn good. Yeah. He's like, well, people aren't going to connect to that. Yeah. You know, okay. he's, like, he's like, people aren't going to connect to that. So he's like, I got to bring it back to what... I went through yes. when I was in the fucking dirt, Yeah. and you know when we're, we're, I was just like I, I couldn't even see the light at the end of the tunnel. Yeah. He's like, people will connect to that shit, not exactly. not not the the life I live now, and that was unique yeah. to even hear that, and it yeah. reminds me of once again like that championship mentality where yeah. there's some fighters that talk about this too, where it's like yeah. every time you go and defend the belt, mm-hmm. it's different when you say I'm defending it compared to yeah. I'm fighting, yeah, exactly for it to still exactly. earn it. Yeah, As opposed exactly. to defending it. Cause defending it sounds like, I, oh. I have it. It's funny how you how you mentioned
1: that. I, I When I was younger, I was age eight, we used to have these pictures uh, of cats and they would have these funny quotes. I don't know if you've ever seen those like motivation quotes with pictures. <laughs> yeah. But this one was more, it wasn't more motivational. It w- actually was motivational kind of way, but in a humorous twist, clever kind of way. Um, this one particularly stuck with me. And now that you mentioned that with, champions um defending their titles uh the quote said becoming number one is better than staying number one right Mm. yeah so so it's definitely and and to go back to to the author it's people relate more to you with with your struggles with your pain because that's what they go through on a daily basis when they see okay they see this fancy guy living this fancy life um It doesn't appeal to them Uh, a perfect a character living a perfect life is not very uh appealing it's you don't have any emotional connection right so it's very um it's very important for the author to sink into those experiences that he had back in the day because then that way he's speaking to the readers and letting them know that he's not alone Mm. in their struggles so it's it's basically saying, "Hey, I see you. I know I know what you are going through. We can pull this through together, right?" So it becomes more like a it becomes more like a team. Everybody's moving as a unit, right? And and um, and and that's that's why that's why I actually love writing because it uh, it introduces me to those those dark dark times or those like skeletons that are in my closet those those um uh those experiences that i've put away that i have to bring back up and you know just deal with them
0: yeah you're you're, you're bringing it to life and and this is a good Mm -hmm. you know segue into what i want to ask you is As a writer, I can't help but imagine mm-hmm. you thinking of what your characters look like. Yeah. And there might be two aspects of this question because it's it's mm-hmm. new to my understanding, there was a prequel yeah. of your movie. Yes. So I, I definitely need to look into that and watch <laughs> yes, it later, definitely. right? It's all right? Good. In a different order. Definitely. But uh, the first part of this is mm-hmm. is it the same cast from the previous movie? Well, um,
1: there are uh six members six six main cast uh members are from the prequel there's some from the sequel i mean from the prequel um there's some car- um actors who couldn't come back due to personal okay, reasons and everything yeah
0: so there's some of them that are yeah, the same and then there's some switches yeah so that's fair because the second piece of this is mm-hmm. how much does it personally matter to you or 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 how much of a decision did you even get mm-hmm. in who got to be the characters? Or let's just say, even mm-hmm. if you know this, if yeah. it wasn't the sequel of a movie that was already yeah. existing, is like, how much does that matter to you as a writer? And to be like, ah, you know what? Mm-hmm. This is not the one. You know, like yeah. ma- like if Matthew McConaughey was going to be the main character of yeah. my story I wrote, and yeah. I'm like, it just I wasn't picturing Matthew McConaughey. Yeah. I was picturing another guy. <laughs> exactly. Because the reason why I ask that yeah. is, I'll give you a good example. Yeah. I one of my favorite books of all time. It's mm-hmm. called Shantaram. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you heard of it.
1: Yeah, yeah, I think I heard of it. Yeah, yeah, it's
0: by Gregory David Roberts.
1: Yeah, is Bro- it the one that came to? They made a movie out of it. They
0: in, did. In Apple. Exactly. I gotta go Exactly. Oh man, yeah. brilliant. And yeah. I oh, I encourage you, Brian. Like, yeah. w- if you can read the book beforehand. Yeah. And it relates to this because I had an image in mm-hmm. my head yeah. of who the main character looks like. Yeah. I had an image of who the the the, the main character's uh, yeah. buddy uh, look like. Exactly. You know, so. All of this being based off of a little bit of true events yeah besides that point is mm-hmm. when i saw that apple featured the televised version like yeah. a series of the book mm-hmm. i looked and i was very first of all satisfied yeah because the who they chose yeah. i looked and i went that's the one that's the you know i was one. like yeah, that definitely. fits yeah. and even down to each cast member mm-hmm. i was like yeah. you know what like mm-hmm. you could tell it it made me very satisfied. Yeah, because I was like, man, like they must have put a lot of time and effort into yeah. choosing Definitely. who they're gonna have. Definitely. especially when a reader yeah. in their own imagination has an idea Definitely. of how these player these characters look and feel. No worries, no worries. Okay, let me let me approach
1: that uh, question in two parts, um, and I'll address uh, what you were thinking about. I'll address it in the second part. Um, so. As the writer, I, I didn't have that creative power, right? So I had to, I was just brought in to bring this plot to life and fig, try to figure out these characters and 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 make something very compelling. So as far as casting decisions went, it was it was all the director and the production company, right? Off your hands. Company. So 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 it was off my hands. I I just had to uh, tell it to the best of my ability and then try to suggest. Uh, this, this is the way the character thinks. This is the way he's going to go. Uh, these are his perks. This is his personality. This is what he's dealing with. That was It was my responsibility to make sure that I had that. As, fa- uh, as far as casting went, I didn't go over there, unfortunately. Uh, but to actually cross-examine that, there's some filmmakers. That only works if you're a filmmaker. If you're going to be writing and directing it, then you have a more uh, decision, uh, a more powerful decision in who you want to cast, who you feel will be your character. There's some, there's some writers uh, slash filmmakers who write, roles specifically for a person, right? Mm. And it's that person that they want to act in. I'll give you an example. And this one I think you'll find very uh, interesting. I don't know if you've watched uh, that movie. Uh, it's Adam Sandler.
0: It's so funny because I was thinking <laughs> yeah. that you're probably thinking of Adam Sandler. I swear to God. forgetting that name. What was it? Who was Because the... he's the type of person um, yeah. where it's like Adam Sandler or nobody. We got to write exactly. this script for
1: Adam Sandler. <laughs> yeah, but actually the funny thing was they did. You seen that
0: movie Uncut Gems? Oh, okay. So that's the one that was featured on Netflix. I saw maybe the first half. I have to finish it. But brilliant.
1: Brilliant. So the Safdie brothers, right? They're both... Uh, I actually love them. Um, I love their the work that they've done with Good Time and also with Uncut Gems. So they specifically wrote that role for Adam Sandler, right? And it was 10 years prior to the movie being made. They were like, okay, we're, we're doing this. We want to write this movie, and we want Adam Sandler in it. This role is for him. So they actually tried to get him to do it, but Adam Sandler was like, Nah, <laughs> I'm not having it. No way. Yeah, and the uh, it was there was like a it felt like there was a rejection going on there, so they still went on with the story, and I think they developed the story for like ten years, like it took them a decade to write it the way they needed to write it, and then I think they approached, uh, don't quote me on the details, uh, but they did reapproach him. And pitched it to him and he was interested in it because the, the character, as you can see how reckless he is in the movie and how he goes about getting money and gambling, right? Um, the way the way he goes about trying to accomplish his things and making those people around him suffer or bringing inconvenience to those around him, it, it was like mind-blowing. And the funny thing was, he ended up getting nominated for an Oscar for that role.
0: Damn. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So that goes to show that there, they can be cases where, as a writer, as a filmmaker, you can. Sorry about that. No, don't worry. That's my bad. Go ahead. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, so it goes to show that there are filmmakers out there who can actually get um, get what they they want. Right. They they can get that actor that they want to to be in the film that they they like to be so there's some actors they'll look at it they'll be like no this is not for me right um i i don't think i'm the perfect role and and that's okay because you end up um you end up um finding someone else who is a better suit for that role so it's it it's a give and take situation
0: yeah yeah that that's cool to learn man like it just it goes to show the even the, the level of preparation a writer has going yes. into yeah. already perhaps having an actor in mind for it. Yes. Right? Yeah.
2: Great stories are timeless. To be a great storyteller, one must bridge the gap between an alluring narrative and the audience. To pull with the heartstrings and to shape the imagination. At Q Films Media, we are more than just a media production agency. We are a powerhouse of creative individuals, content creators, who specialize in telling great stories. Stories that are intimate and kept closest to the heart. Stories that are powerful and inspiring, that spark boldness and action. We are Q Films Media. We're here to tell your story. We are always unseen. I want to know, man,
0: like, Mm -hmm. I mean, before I even get into that, it just reminded me Mm -hmm. of even the type of genres an actor wants to be in. Not to go a little off topic on this one, but... It's okay. Man, like, Matthew McConaughey said this. He was uh, just promoting his recent... um, Mm -hmm book that he just put out yeah which is still on my hit list to read yeah and what inspires me about him is mm-hmm. he's a type of actor that wants to challenge himself yes. in different type of movies mm-hmm. and he was known in the originally as a rom-com guy yeah and he'd get paid millions for it, mm-hmm. right? Gets into the movies. He's a stud, handsome guy, good character. Yeah. Let's just throw him in the rom-coms. The Ladies are going to love him. Mm-hmm. Well, let's, let's all make millions. That was yeah. kind of the plan. Yes. And he reached a point after doing however many, mm-hmm. he got bored. Exactly. He was just like, man, like screenwriters, directors, yeah. be like, hey, man, let's make a quick 25 mil. Yeah. Here's 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 a yeah. here's a script. Read it. Tell, tell us what you think. Yes. And this was at the time he was talking about where he was getting a lot of um, mm-hmm. options. People were offering him money, mm-hmm. and he gets this one, and he's like, "Fuck!" He's like, "Not another rom com." Yeah. Right. So he tells his agent, "Tell him no." Yes. And then the agent's like, "You're, you're gonna you're gonna say no to this? This could be a blockbuster hit." Yeah. You know, ten million. He's yeah. like, "No." So they go back to him, mm-hmm. and they go, "You know what? Tell him we'll do it for twenty. Yeah. <laughs> he's like if I, if I read the script again it's not going to change no exactly. i'm okay yeah to go back to him we mm-hmm. will do it for 35 million really something like that like outrageous like the number just kept increasing for real so then he goes he just takes a big gulp mm-hmm. he's like let me read that script again yeah. <laughs> he's like hold oh, no, on 35 yeah. mil oh. and he, he goes you know what he's like this is me making this is me putting my foot down and I'm making a stance on this yeah I'm saying no to this because I'm saying no to rom-coms forever. Yeah. If I have to start over yeah. and if I have to get my foot in the door, I yeah. want to be in a film that makes me challenge the skill sets yeah. that are needing to be challenged as an actor. Exactly. He's like, I'm sorry I go in this rom-com. I'm, I'm, I'm Matthew McCannian, the same guy. Yeah. He's like, put me in a situation where I'm gonna have to be forced to be someone I'm not. Exactly. He's like, that's why I went into this industry. Yeah, exactly. And he said that I'm gonna take a chance on this. And if no one, if, if no one accepts me, I accept it, I'll go back to teaching. Yeah. I'll go back to be, be getting paid sixty thousand dollars a year. Yeah. And he's like, but it's gonna be worth it. Because yeah. I, I want to challenge myself. Definitely. He said no to that, man. Yeah, He said, hands down, it was one of the best decisions he's ever made in his career. Absolutely. And it's like, that to me speaks volumes because it's yeah, like, yeah. you can get anyone to pay you any certain amount of money, yeah. but if it's not, be you being you in the process or yeah. why you just started started to do something yeah. that made you want to have so much love for doing it in the first place exactly then why do it exactly you know yeah. that speak volumes to me man
1: no no that's actually interesting because um uh there was this actor i can't remember the name of this movie but it was called it was starred mariah carey in it and it was uh it was mariah carey was in it oh, she was in it yeah and i think it was called precious or something okay um, is that the one where it was um the overweight uh football player? No no, and the no. Sandra Bullock, maybe? No, 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 it was no no not that one. That's the blind side. Mm. Uh but there was an overweight overweight actress. woman, I think. Yeah, overweight. Oh, okay, and it was her and so, Yes. Yeah, so the um, the actress, I think her name was I don't know if his name was Monique or Monif Monif Monique. She she, was- she, she 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 uh won the the um um what is it She won an Oscar for Supporting Actress. Okay, wow. And in her closing speech, she said, it's not what is popular, it's what's right. So Matthew did take that, you know, he he decided to step up and say, okay, I'm not doing, I'm not dealing with this rom-com BS. I am going to challenge myself. I'm going to be doing things that will actually help me understand what humanity is all about. Because that's that's what I do believe he was trying to do. He was he was trying to go different areas of life or or in the world and try to learn things, right? So being a rom com guy would only limit him, right?
0: Exactly. So
1: he refused to uh to 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 own or entertain that label that was given to him. So he wanted to he wanted to be his he wanted to. Be more of an explorer, because I think that's what with film and acting, they it's just not you saying your lines or you trying to be this character. It's you trying to figure out, OK, what is this character's uh, view of the world? What is it that he's dealing with that I can learn from or I can sympathize with? Right. So he jumps on different characters, as you can see, my favorite my actual favorite one of his was from True Detective. I don't know if you ever seen that. Um, I, don't
0: think I've, is that uh, I don't think I've seen that one.
1: Oh, you need to see uh, True Detective season one. Mm. And then you'll understand why he said no. <laughs>
0: yeah, <laughs> Once you see Gosh. a different side of him, right? Yeah.
1: You see and you're like... And, and when he said there was the best decision in his life, you're watching that, you'll actually concur, right? Nice. So, So basically basically the thing with uh with film with with acting is you're trying to show people you're trying to show the audience what reality is right now what and how how it speaks to you you're
0: selling it you're you're really (laughs) selling it exactly it's uh it's one of my favorite things man about (laughs) guys like will smith robin (laughs) williams exactly um another great one you know rest in peace was uh uh, Keith Ledger, Heath who played Ledger, the Joker. Keith yeah. right? yes. Ledger, my yeah. bad. Yeah, no These guys, man, actually, they invested so much into their roles mm-hmm. that it caused issues in their personal life. Yeah. Not that it has to get to that point, but yeah. you worded it perfectly, man, earlier, yeah, where it's yeah. like you immerse yourself so much into the role that yeah. you become the role. Yeah, definitely. You know? Even
1: Daniel Day-Lewis, who was notorious for that. Yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, sinking in the roles. And it's... um. It's it's you, you get to understand these you, you view these characters, they're they're just not humans, they're humans with a unique way of doing things and how they see the world. And so when you decide to be vulnerable and you decide to step in their shoes or represent them, right? Then then uh I feel that you're you're learning more, right? And if you're trying if you're trying to be the type of actor that jumps from different roles uh, that speak to you, then I, I think you're you're growing and it's no disrespect. There's some actors who would rather, you know, stick to one genre Rom-com, yeah. action. We cash heroes. out,
0: get my check, get call it a day. Yeah, five yeah. years, I'll need another payday again. Exactly.
1: <laughs> you, you, you got bills to pay, and that's that's no problem. There's no disrespect. There, are going to be those actors, and and for what they do, what they do is fine. What they do for them, maybe they just love to entertain. But then there's some actors who decide to take a certain route, or or filmmakers decide to take a route and, and try to challenge themselves and try to see perspectives or experiences from a different lens right so that's cool man yeah.
0: i, I want to take I wanna pick your brain on this because yeah. i find that mm-hmm. we are a podcast where we know and preach the importance of networking mm-hmm. uh connecting with people yeah. knowing that you can't ever do things all on your own exactly to take things to the next level like mm-hmm. it takes a nation yeah. you know mm-hmm. and From your perspective, from a screenwriter's perspective, like what better person to talk to about this? Because you can't put your idea truly to life without the director and the actors, right? Unless, let's just say you want to write it as a novel format. That's a whole other discussion. But Uh my understanding is you're writing and you're in the field to eventually have this be put out in production, right? Yes. Yes. So... What would your suggestion be, man, for those when in whatever field they're in? Maybe yeah. they are in film. Maybe they're not. Yeah. Yeah. What are some hot takes, man, you can give us on, like, yo, like, yeah. this is what helps me when it comes to networking. Okay. Here's what I yeah. did to connect to directors. Yeah. Here's what I said. Here's what I showcased. Like. Yeah. A lot of it you and i both know is relationship building mm-hmm. but what would your tips be, man when it yeah. comes to like you want to do something as big as land on netflix yeah you know you want to do anything that's like the highest level in your field yeah. and it takes other people to connect to exactly. what's your strategy around that
1: well <clears throat> networking is is a is a really i don't know how to put it for me personally it's it's very mysterious you can go network with Uh, the people with the cash in their pockets, right? You can build this relationships and then it takes forever or it can just happen immediately. Um, Best thing to do is be yourself, right? Um, I know from from, uh, what I learned from interacting with filmmaking communities and acting communities with people who wanted to be directors and writers, they wanna know what type of person you are right you are just not network- networking I'm not networking with you for the sake of you giving me work I want to know you want you would want to know what type of person I am how do I work how how do I perceive life right it becomes uh, hence that relationship thing right so it um, for, for me with networking it's you have those interactions there's some people that you will blend in with then there's some people that you will just go to a dead end with right a dead end. Sorry, Um but what I would say is keep keep building relationships. Keep I I don't know if there's like a there's a like a specific formula for it. Hmm. Um All I know is you gotta be yourself. You gotta. Um, got to keep interacting but at the same time you got to keep that work going right um, i like that i like yeah. it, the
0: the whole concept behind like mm-hmm. the the dead end perspective yes right is 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 network to mm-hmm. to to connect with the person that's it yeah and if it ends up reaching a destination great yeah right but sometimes people yeah. get a little too ahead of themselves Like i'm gonna connect to this person yeah. so we can make that money yeah we're gonna connect to this person so we can get that project done yeah and now you're almost blinded yeah. by the person yeah like you're 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 not you're not seeing them for who they are
1: exactly and that's the thing that's the thing um for me personally i'm not an aggressive networker i'm i'm more like i like to build relationships with somebody and just interact with them like it's more like a friendship or i can learn something from somebody doesn't even necessarily have to be in the film industry um i i find that okay Let's say you're a producer or a studio executive. I'll I'll just vibe with you. We'll chat, right? And then I'll go do my own thing. Yeah, like we'll have right? things in common. There'll yeah. be things that we could talk about. We could right? talk about. Maybe I could approach you for like a tip on how do I deal with this ABCD. Maybe the time for us to work together has not uh, come into play, right? So you, you have to find – it feels like you have to find people that you actually – um, are able to march on the same drum beat, right? To go back on your, what you said earlier, that people wanna network with you because they wanna get something out of you, right? Uh, so they wanna make money immediately. But the way film works is it does not happen that way. I can come with you with a cool concept, uh, I could do an awesome script for you, but uh, it's gonna take a while until it actually becomes a final product right we're living in a in a in an age where people want things now where we be there's impulse right there is immediate results right but networking for me from what i've seen from what i've experienced it's, it's a process right so with my with the directing i i met him what was it 2018 yeah 2018 Met we linked up yeah so it was like three years we just we just talked we vibed we were happy we we made jokes, we were laid back and then he reached out to me. Mm. I'm like, Okay, cool. Let's 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 keep going. And you'd be surprised that the ones that you actually connect with, they will reach back to you and surprisingly enough you might have a good work relationship, right? Because when I network with somebody, if somebody wanted to network with me and then they want me to invest in their project, I don't know who they are, right? I don't know what they're uh they're capable of. I don't know if what they say is true, right? I, I don't know if they deliver on their promises, right? So I'm just investing blindly. So even as you can see, back in disconnect, Otis and and um and Delay, right? They were friends. He managed to get him to invest in his thing, yeah. but there was no there was no um what is it? There was no solidarity, there was no realness. That's a
0: great example actually. Exactly. Back so, to the movie,
1: right? Exactly. Back to the movie. So there was there was they there there had been friends, but he wanted he wanted things from others and Yeah,
0: I just want your money, man. I just want That's your it. money. That's yeah. it. But I don't want to be your friend. And, and then right. how much it looks and especially from the movie's perspective where it's like yo this is tit for tat mm-hmm. I'm planning your wedding mm-hmm. now you do your end of the bargain exactly so it's not done with like mm-hmm. love it's, it's not done with like this sense of like man yeah. like I, yeah. I'm gonna do your wedding because I care about you exactly and it's like oh okay we messed up yeah alright let's fix that yeah it's like yo we messed up who cares look where we are yeah right Yeah. we're on a beach we got this stuff what more do you want exactly right like when he's like <laughs> flipping uh, them off behind yeah. their back exactly the Irish when she was listening to the yeah, whole thing and it's exactly. like that's a good example of yeah. like someone who is yeah. like ah, the, they're doing it for the wrong reasons yeah doing it for the right wrong and they're, they're so caught up and yeah. looking so far ahead yeah that's why i meant like not not to take it a whole other direction no, but right. i like i recently left the corporate world yeah i was guilty of this yeah even some people i supervise were guilty of this mm-hmm. it was like when am i gonna get promoted yeah when am i this when am i that it's like you know what there's a thousand hurdles in front of me exactly a thousand hurdles in front of you you're looking at the thousandth hurdle yeah, you can barely see it. It's so far out in the distance. Yeah. So how do you expect to go over every single other one yeah. when you're looking that fucking far away? Exactly. Right. So look at the hurdle in front of you. Exactly. Right. Let the promotion surprise you. Yeah. Let it come to you. Definitely. Right. The way. The way that. that this is a perfect example. Absolutely. Your director came to you. Yeah. And was like, hey, I got an awesome idea. Let's do this. Exactly. And, and it still. should be like, oh, great. Yeah. I got this. It almost feels like you got to hand it to you on a silver platter. Right? I know. I know. That's
1: what it felt like, and it was. Like I did network, didn't go anywhere for the for the amount of years. Um, it also got to a point where okay, let me make films myself and let me see if I can put myself out there. Didn't go anywhere. And then one day, you approached me out of nowhere, and I'm like, okay, let's do this. That's right. Cool. And and at the time, I felt like I was a little bit more grounded. You're ready. You were ready. You were ready for it. Whereas if you if you're Thinking like a short-term, if you're a short-term thinker, you want it now, it doesn't work because you probably have to go through some lessons in life. Mm. Uh, You probably have to go through some experiences that will actually um, build your character. You have to go through character-building situations. Uh, Going back to, if I had met him back in 2008 and told him, oh, I got this concept, let's do this. Um, And he'd be like, okay. Looking, comparing where I was in 2018 to 2021, I was not that grown up. I wasn't much of a grown up. I didn't have the skills, the work ethic, right? The the uh, what it took to write that script, right? 2018, I was just writing short film scripts, right? And I didn't know where the hell I'll be going with this uh, with a story, or I didn't have the skills to tell. The story, the way it was supposed to be told. So I, I feel like between that time, you needed to develop. You needed to develop uh, as, a as a person. You needed to develop in your skill. You needed to view life in a mature kind of way. So I had to have to go through some maturity. Yeah.
0: i i can't that's beautiful man like yeah. that's such a good example of not only the work that you choose to do but i couldn't help but think because everything yes. you said relates to me with love yes right like yes. i genuinely yeah. with my girlfriend i feel like yeah who she's meeting with who i am now yeah good like, yes. it's good you're meeting me at this stage of my life now exactly. like it's like had this be two three four five years ago <laughs> like <laughs> I, I i could yeah. we, i don't think it Mm -hmm. would work it's just like it's it's now we're at this point where who i've become and becoming and her as well like it works exactly you know and it's like like you said you have to go through those things in life to reach that mindset exactly right so now it doesn't have to feel like you're trying to be someone else you're not you just are that person exactly so it's it's more you, you
1: i think before we before we uh, meet the uh, the loves of our life, like our girlfriends or our our partners, we have to have this um, prerequisites. We have to build our own. We have to go through our own journey where we build ourselves up, right? And then when they come, it's it's a boost. It's mm-hmm. like whew, whew, you're gone. Um, basically, I don't I don't know if this analogy is going to work. It's like you got to build a rocket, yeah. right? If you want to go to space, you got to build a rocket. But then you need a launch pad, and you need jet fuel, and that's where your partners I like come that. in, right? They give you that fuel to to soar.
0: Man, that's perfect because yeah. me, and my audience, we love metaphors, man. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm eat that thank right it. up, right? Thank you, thank you. No, so that, that's wicked, man. Definitely. I, I want to know for you, man. Like yeah. what? with with i feel like now that you've got in your own career like you've got the jets on yeah. you're you're up in space now you're riding this high your 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 movies out right yes how much of this momentum is going to carry you into what's next for you and more mm-hmm. so like are you niching into a genre Do you, are you are you open like give me an idea man of like what's next and what you want to be next i think
1: i think i'm open to genres cool Um, i actually started out with thrillers
0: nice right
1: and then I end up writing a rom-com so. <laughs>
0: yeah. it's like I don't know what happened it's like there. I don't know what happened here. <laughs> it's like wait it is a thriller yes here's the
1: uh, here's the villain trying to go after the detective <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and O'Brien oh, you got a call yeah okay so love it then I end up writing about lovey-dovey but in, you nailed it, it that's what's awesome a it
0: thriller-esque it. genre yeah.
1: interest and then you nailed it on the rom-com but I think the thing was not to downplay the wrong I think it was a an eye-opener for me personally on on um, understanding more of myself right uh, and how I should bring out uh how I should bring out characters I know that each project is probably going to be a little bit of me that'll be present uh, but personalize it. Per- personalize it right but I, I think. This experience was something that, that needed to happen for me in in order to understand, okay, maybe sticking to thrillers is not the end of the world. Maybe I can do dramas. Maybe I can do rom-coms. I realized, actually, comedy was going to be something hard for me. I thought it was going to be hard for me, but I realized I, I enjoyed writing it, and I really want to uh, build my, my knowledge on it so I like Matthew McConaughey. I don't want to stick to one genre. I wanna I wanna be jumping between genres, and and figure out what's going on here, what's going on in this corner. So and then I can I, I can understand humanity in different That's in cool. different types
0: of mediums, right? So you got anything on the go right now, or yeah, I do. I do.
1: I have um I have a couple of short films I'm writing with a friend of mine who lives in uh, in Utah. In, in salt lake city so sweet we're actually meeting up tomorrow to start writing beautiful yeah we are, we, we are uh, he's actually the reason why i ended up um uh, becoming a writer when covid time happened like you i was doing the corporate i was in the corporate world oh there you
0: go what were you doing
1: uh well i used to work for west yeah mm. yeah so i used to work at the airport um uh in in customer service uh, customer service. I keep forgetting the titles being so yeah, no long. Yeah. You're
2: like,
0: that's a pass now, man. That's <laughs> the past. I won't talk about it.
1: But uh yeah, I was there so then COVID happened. I at the time I was like, Okay, I really should get my writing thing going. I really wanna do this writing thing. Um, because there's so much you can do with a with corporate life. And then COVID happened. And my friend was like, I actually went to Sundance Film Festival and met up with him.
0: And we're inspired. Yeah, it's like it's now or never. Yeah, it's now or never. How cool is that? That the moment the world shuts down, that's Mm -hmm. when we're like, you know what? Mm -hmm. Now I'm going to get back. I'm going to go all in on my passion. When everyone's
1: at home, it just feels like it makes more sense. Definitely. And he was actually, the funny thing was, he was the one who was more passionate about me. Because I was like still attached to the safety net yeah oh, you, totally. you know how it is you need ends. that
0: push man you need that push. you need those homies you need Definitely. your loved ones to be like what are you doing
1: exactly and, right? and he's like okay bro so this is what we're going to do you and i we're going to start writing scripts right and we're going to make this thing full time yeah that. you dig me and i'm like yeah but i got the nine to five doesn't matter about the nine to five you're doing this you are doing this So that. then So I was like My head I was like panic. I don't know what the hell Is this guy doing But okay Let's Let's just do it Um So and then when The lockdown happened Um I I became more overwhelmed I didn't know what We were going to do For Going back to Going back to work Because everybody Got sent home And And I I just had that I had that moment Where I was stuck in limbo And I told him about it And um He's like, bro, just use this as an opportunity to actually get to where you're getting to. So COVID is doing you a favor. Totally. Right. And another relative of mine, I had the same situation. It was actually within the same day. She's like, okay, bro, either you're going to see the light or you're going to feel the fire. Which one do you want? Right. So that's that's what my relative told me. And then I was like, okay, I'll... I'll 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 see the light and I'll walk towards it. So there was that fear of leaving that life. It was kind of like a movie yeah. in itself. Yeah, oh, that's a transition. Yeah, yeah it was it was a transition. So it it was you, you you're afraid to change, right? But you have to be vulnerable because starting out as a writer it's not it's not a bed of roses, right? you have to get your craft right and you have to be very attractive. You have to put in the work. You have to it's gonna be years and years before someone notices you and then you have to probably take um, go pull a Hail Mary and make a film of it film out of it and in order to attract studios and production companies. So there was those fears that were resonating in my head. But you just keep walking, you keep going all the more Not,
0: reason why yeah. it must have felt so damn good man to get yeah. this bro i was like, crying i was like, crying tears i would man i yeah. would 100
1: i was crying tears when i saw my name like going up in this uh the credit rolls it was it it's was crazy. one of those so like surreal. it was surreal and it's like you know how quick of,
0: how quick of that wouldn't have happened if yeah. you just went you know what bro i'm good Thank you, but for real, I'm good. I'm going to go back to my WestJet job. Exactly. My, my, you know, comfy, guaranteed check. That's okay. Exactly. And then always wondering what if. Always wondering what that could have been like. (laughs)